0: Bird's Eye View. When it comes to being in the basement, this weekly podcast is your official source for a lack of insight and for basis opinion. Today is September 24th, 2018. This is episode 255. My name is Scott Magnus. (laughs) Is it? My name is Jake English. And uh, on this week's show, we're going to do just like the Orioles and screw up a bunch. And uh, we're going to look at who is saying what about our beloved baseball team. We'll also see if we can dig into a little truthiness. And we'll do that right after we lubricate for the show. It's time for the drink of the week. Scotty, are you drinking another uh, pumpkin spice latte? Uh Jake, I am donning my wizard's cap, and I am uh, pulling out my magic wand, and I'm I frightened. am uh, firing some uh, magic missiles right now. Okay. Jake, I'm drinking a Southern Tier Brewing Company Warlock Imperial Stout. Oh. It is an ale brewed with pumpkin. Okay. And with pumpkin spices. Yeah. Okay. It's dark. It's brown. It's everything you hate, Jake. It is indeed.
1: Uh, I have brought a cornucopia of culinary delights here. Scotty, this is a lady's choice here. You're going to pick this out for me. I brought back uh, Pagoda, the Pale Ale, which I enjoyed from Monument City. Yeah. A a loose cannon. What? A loose cannon. Yeah. yeah, One of my favorites. Showing up for
0: the 345th time on this podcast. Basically. Even though we're in only episode 255. Also,
1: your favorite brew, a uh, Slim Can Michelob Ultra. Ah, the InBev. Nice. So, uh, Scotty, what will it be this week On on uh, this uh, this week on the Twitter's no on on, uh, the drink of the week Uh, I think we're
0: going to go with the pagoda pale ale. All
1: right. Well, Scott, we need some
0: ancient Chinese wisdom on this on this on this show. So let's go ahead and do that.
1: All right. Well, here's to you. Excellent choice, Monument City Brewing Company. Thank you very
0: much. Now that is the pagoda right outside of the Baltimore Zoo. Is that correct? Patterson Park. Is it the Patterson Park Pagoda? I have no idea. It's yellow, the can. You're a Baltimore native. You should know these things. It's a yellow can. Give me that can really quickly. I want to take a look at this. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you'd like to know what we're drinking and or inspecting throughout the week, please join us
0: on Untapped. I'm at E 4025 And I'm at MAGN8606. Three minutes into the show. And it's already a disaster, just like the Orioles. With that, it's time for a checkup. You know, I'm kind of glad that we didn't shut down the medical wing because just when you think the Orioles can get even more depressing.
1: Let me tell you, the the Orioles injury report has mailed it in just as much as the team has at this point. Half the stuff we're going to talk about tonight was not on the injury report. No. This is crazy. Um, Can we just start with something I'm very upset about? Sure. I'm very upset about this. No more Bravik the Destroyer. Bravik the Destroyer. For 2018. Bravik Valera uh, fractured his, his finger diving into home plate. Um, and Is
0: there a massive hole now where home plate was by him putting his finger there? No.
1: <laughs> no. Danger Will Robinson. No. <laughs>
0: but uh, you can expect no more raids uh,
1: throughout the rest of the season. That is, that is a disappointment to me. Uh, only because of a joke that no one else gets.
0: Are we actually going to see Bravik ever again?
1: Yeah, I think so. Sure. Spring training. You think he makes it that far? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Dude, there's nobody else in the roster that's going to push him. Come on now.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, Austin Hayes was selected by the Baltimore Orioles out okay. off the buoy roster. That's always good. Okay. Uh, so that he could be placed on the 60-day DL. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, hey. We're short on pitching, so let's check in on Dylan Tate. Yeah. Who was shut down uh, with shoulder. No, no. Mm. 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 But hey, Jeffrey Ramirez is,
0: um, <clears throat> his thumb has a cut on it. And okay. So he's it's being pushed back several days. Forever. Yeah.
1: Man, the Orioles are depressing. Even their not-so-good players are out. Yeah. Which means that we have to depend on our not-so-know-who-they-are guys.
0: Yeah. Hey, Gabriel is still in the DL. Really? Yeah.
1: He's still alive. That, still alive. You know,
0: Ever still since spring training. Wonders never We've ceased. seen it through to the end, everybody. Congratulations. Good job. Mm. Way to make it through the medical wing for another season here at Bird's Eye View. Oof.
1: Well, Scotty, there's only one thing to do at a time like this. Let's check things out. 280 characters at a time this week. On the twitters, I want to go to a tweet from Bob Nightingale who writes as follows. Oh, of course he tweets at B Nightingale. Of course he does. Buck Showalter, the former hashtag Rangers manager, is also also is expected to be dismissed by the Baltimore hashtag Orioles at the season's conclusion. Orioles GM Dan Duquette, who got rave reviews for his deadline deals, is expected to
0: receive extension. What? And the darkest timeline has been achieved.
1: Is this a real thing?
0: So, sounds like a real thing. Is that what's expected to happen,
1: or did he just vomit into his Twitters?
0: Listen, we, we talked about this when the trade deadline was going on and Duquette was making moves. We said, it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like it's a good opportunity for Buck if Duquette's making all these calls because of the animosity. So... Um, I, I guess the, the tea leaves were read correctly here at Bird's Eye View Studios. And, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting aspect from a rebuilding standpoint with Dan Duquette at the helm. Oh, man. All really- right. I know we're going to find a bunch of rangy athletic individuals that can carry this team going forward and really, uh, you know, help build depth in terms of our organizational strength. I'm looking forward to the former number one picks. Absolutely. Jake, the next week comes from Matt Kremnitzer at Matt Kremnitzer. DJ Stewart's bomb reminded me of something important, that Nate McCloth's home run hit the foul pole. That will never not be true. Except it didn't hit the foul pole. Yes, it did. You shut up. No, it didn't hit the foul pole. It wouldn't deflect deflected like that. I do love the fact that we've, like, watched that video over and over again, as if it's the Zapruder film. Yeah. It's, like, back into the left. Back and <laughs> to the left. If it would have actually hit the pole, it would have gone back and to the right. But since it didn't, obviously we're dealing with a magic baseball here.
1: <laughs> All right. Next, I want to go to a tweet from Dylan Atkinson, of course, at D. Atkinson OU. Game 162 at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Adam Jones should start in center field. Agree? Agree. Tell Buck to make this happen at Orioles. Please and thanks. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't go with you here, Dylan. That time has passed. Adam Jones should absolutely not start at center field. That's absurd. Adam Jones should start at shortstop that game after bringing out the lineup card and then mosey on into center field whenever he feels like he's done at short. The man wants to play the infield. This game doesn't matter. This season doesn't matter.
0: Heck, does our franchise matter? Just let the man play. Jake, next tweet comes from Michael Givens, at Michael Givens. And it's a picture, and he responds as, 2018 orioles rookie dress up so one sec i'm gonna go head through this quickly and just count this out 1 two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 it's the whole team <laughs> the only person missing from this is michael gibbons and adam jones the rest of the team are all rookies
1: how does the uh how does the rookie dress up day make you feel is this inappropriate hazing is it all good fun what are our thoughts here
0: um, I, I'm glad that we are supporting the Halloween costume stores before the busy season. <laughs> That's true. It's all about the local economy.
1: All right. Uh, things may be terrible on the field, and they certainly are, but not everything is always awful. Occasionally, this is a tweet from the Baltimore Orioles at Orioles. Coming up, Fan Appreciation Weekend. Three great giveaways. Shirts off our backs. Ballpark app check-in offers, fans randomly selected for prizes, including ceremonial first pitch, and more, with details on the link. And great giveaways here pictured in that tweet. Uh, September 28th, an Orioles coaster set. Okay. Uh, September 29th, this is the one I'm excited about, Orioles puffy vest. Mm. And September 30th,
0: the final game of the season, Orioles duffel bag. Okay, so that'll be good for Adam Jones because he can just pack everything up into a duffel bag. Man, <laughs> you're not wrong, but woof. A little harsh. Speaking of Adam Jones and plays on the field, this next tweet comes from Orioles on Masson. You can follow them at Masson Orioles. Tweet goes as follows. Adam Jones' 100th career outfield assist was a beauty.
1: 2-2 delivers, a base hit into right field. He's going to make a big turn. Nice cutoff by Jones. Going to try for two. Throw is there,
0: and he is out! That's a heck of a right fielder right there. Heck of a right fielder.
1: Here's the thing. I love me some Adam Jones. I, I want him to play in the Orioles forever, but that was not such a great throw. No. <laughs> no. I mean, hey, good for him. 100 assists, I guess.
0: Whatever. Didn't Dumb and Young have that in one year? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, the next tweet comes to us from Baseball Fact at baseball. fact. Not facts. Just one baseball fact. Just the single one. Here yeah. it is. The Orioles are 59 and a half games back with 7 left to play. No American League team has finished 60 games out of first place since the 1954 Athletics. Well, they're
0: going to do that. There's no question about it.
1: Hey, the entire Orioles franchise history. It hasn't happened. But it's going to happen now.
0: Yeah. Alright, last tweet comes from the sunglass guy at O oh Sunglass Guy. Haven't seen much of O oh Sunglass Guy ever since the and booth changed the whole camera picture aspect. Maybe he's just
1: wearing those sunglasses at night so we can't see him. Maybe.
0: Tweet goes as follows If the Orioles take a picture over Bobby Wood Jr. with the number one pick, I may quit my fandom. Jake, are you at that point where. A draft pick selection will make you want to quit your fandom.
1: No, and and actually, this tweet, you know, I found this interesting because it was like, what what could actually push you over the edge? Like we have lived through every embarrassment in our in our lives, much less. But this season, uh, you know, I was at the store this week, and the guy behind the counter inexplicably—I'm not sure why this would come out of his mouth—but uh, he said, "I can't believe you're wearing that hat after what's going on this season." I was like, mm, I'm buying things from your store, buddy. Just move along. Uh, but I said, you know, I, I survived 14 years. I can survive one terrible one. But I, I left thinking, like, yeah, you can't break me. I have mm-hmm. lived sadness. Yeah. I have eaten m- th- my own tears and, and, and sadness forever. Yeah. My life is shame. Don't try to shame me any further. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a lot of Catholic yeah, school. Absolutely. What would it take? I have you. a
0: poli-sci degree. <laughs> I, can, I can go no lower. I podcast on a weekly basis, uh, but but in someone's basement, <laughs> listener without a ceiling. SD Studios, SD Studios. Uh, yeah.
1: Listeners, what would it take for you to to turn in your fan card? Tweet us at
0: Bird's Eye View B A L. Uh, I'm curious. I think it would be for me, and I don't know what it would be personally for you. I think it would be um, giving up on a generational talent, a la and Mike Musina. <laughs>
1: That's not a good example. (laughs) Oh crap! (laughs) I mean, for me, it would have to be a move, I guess. Mm. You know, they they skip town. I don't think I could follow them.
0: Gotcha. So they follow up and do the like the Mayweather thing and just basically just carry everyone away. You'd just be like, no longer can I root for that team. I'm going to have to reside my American University alumni status and go down to root for the Nationals. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Okay, I I do have an interesting question about this. There has been talk, and I'm not sure how truthful it is, but there has been talk that the Philadelphia Phillies this offseason are going to make a big push and potentially go all in to try to pull in Machado and or Harper this offseason. If maybe Machado and or Bryce Harper get onto that team, is there any consideration for you to say, I'd be willing to support the Phillies, not maybe as your primary team, but as your secondary team.
1: Nah. Okay. I think the real interesting question there is, is that product going to be good enough? Let's say they got Machado and Harper and the rest of the team is pretty good. Sure. Is it worth driving the 90 minutes or whatever it takes to get to Philly to watch a couple of games of really good baseball? I think Mm -hmm. that's the question. Because if they can get casual baseball fans who aren't necessarily Philly fans to make that kind of commitment— they're, they're doing well.
0: I think it'll actually be interesting more so to see where the fan base to a certain guard ends mm-hmm. in terms of the Phillies um, kind of moving forward. Because if know,
1: they cross the Susquehanna, we're in trouble.
0: Well, I think they've already crossed the Susquehanna based off the amount of people that I have seen flying Eagles gear um, in, in Cecil County. So um, I, I think this will be a very interesting question to find out. Is there enough of the population that says, yes, I'm willing to support a team that is not an Orioles-based team or an Angeles-based team um, and basically adopt Philadelphia as their new metropolitan team as opposed to Baltimore?
1: Nah. See, I, I think the the Orioles – I think the Baltimore area is too small-towny for that. Okay.
0: Even even Harvard County? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, from like maybe a Baltimore County standpoint, like a Dundalk aspect – I could easily see Harper County starting to subside into Philadelphia Phillies territory. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Jake. All right. Anything else that we need to cover for this week on the Twitters? Or, you know what? Should we actually get into real headlines from real journalism? Oh, absolutely. All right. Why don't we go ahead and uh, go through the newspaper? I'll pull out the papers and uh, we'll sort through the mess that is Orioles baseball.
1: You know, Scotty, sometimes writers have no control. I mean, not just in general. Specifically, I'm talking about the fact that sometimes they have no control over the headlines that their articles appear under. You know, editors can be uh, looking for clicks. They can try to shock and awe people and and get creative. And sometimes the headlines are ridiculous, and sometimes they're spot on. Now, I went online, you know, and I went onto the Googles, and I searched for news stories about our Baltimore Orioles. And if you do that, well, you're going to be sad. But if you do that, you get some really interesting hits. Um, and I, I just want to be really clear mm-hmm. what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about hacks like us. I'm not talking about local blogs or websites. I'm not talking about media outlets owned by opposing teams. This is not fake news. The Orioles are dreadful, and some major publications agree. Uh, let's uh, let's start with the failing New York Times.
0: Okay, one second. Let me uh, go ahead and get my paper out, because uh, I don't believe in the digital currency. One second. Okay, go ahead. Uh,
1: right there. Wait, wait a second. What, what page are we on? Uh, well, it's the Orioles, so it's pa- right. page 11. Second. Okay, go ahead. Right under the uh, mayonnaise ad. Ooh, nice. One second, let me... Uh you're gonna pull want that.
0: that coupon. Yeah, there's no question about it. Let's yeah. go ahead and
1: pull it. Uh, the Orioles are even worse than you thought. Real headline: The Orioles are even worse than you thought. Hmm. But uh, Scotty, it's it's not just the family New York Times. Okay, uh, let's let's go down the parkway. Okay, let's pick up a Washington Post. All right, one second. Let me, okay, let me pull that out. You have a Washington Post. That's amazing. What page are we on again? Uh, well, it's it's the sports, but it's it's like. Uh, the fifth page of the sports okay, section. Okay,
0: fifth page. Oh, that's a good deal in that car. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, I'm there. Go ahead. Okay, so exactly how bad are the Baltimore Orioles?
0: How bad are the Baltimore Orioles? Very, very bad. Okay, that's good journalism.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong, but that's a... Uh, well, you know what? Scotty, let's go to a hotel. Okay. All right? Let's uh, lock ourselves out. Okay. And uh, we'll have to cover ourselves with a USA Today. Oh, perfect! Yeah, I mean, Pretty I'm sure th- that's the only. I've got time one it's of those used.
0: actually because we were traveling this past weekend. So, one second, we go ahead and pull this out. <sighs> All this right, this one's in color. Uh, not mine anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, uh, this is again uh, sports and or entertainment or shame. Uh, go to page seven. Right, I'm already there. Wow, wow. that was. All right. Page seven of your listen.
0: I've used this newspaper a lot in certain ways. Mm. Uh, Baltimore Orioles set team record for losses in a season. Mm. I mean, that just seems like a factual statement. At least the other ones were more like, hey, are you surprised by this? But like, that one's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm okay with that. The
1: Orioles are terrible. They've been terrible, Scotty. Yeah. So for them to set a team record in losses, that's a that's a stark headline.
0: Yeah. That's scary. Hey, do you mind uh, peeling this newspaper off my hands? I absolutely do. You are all on your own, pal. Okay, one second. All right, I think we're good. All right, now I'm going to go
1: to a digital source here. All right, good. So you just stick those just, hands back together. Just put my hands together and hold on to them. Uh, this is CBS Sports. All right, CBSSports.com. It's perhaps not uh, the Taj Mahal of, of uh, sports journalism, but it's still a real thing, right? Okay, yeah. See you in 2019. Orioles facing momentous offseason after historically bad 2018 season. Again, not factually incorrect. Are they facing momentous offseason? Uh, based on what has to happen? Sure. Beg your pardon? Based on what has to happen. Beg your I mean, pardon? Okay. Based on what should happen. There you if go. there was a loving and just God in this world, what should happen in the offseason? Yeah, it should be momentous. Are you expecting anything to
0: happen this offseason?
1: No. Yeah. No. No, I'm not. Um, but you know what? The, the headlines, they've gotten really depressing, Scotty. And oh just the headlines. No, no. <laughs> and here's the thing. In a world in which in a world no, in a world in which I am increasingly unable to tell the difference between the news article and the comments section. In a world in which you know, I I have a pit in the stomach feeling when I realize I haven't checked the news today, the Orioles are no different from my experience. They are they are not escapism. Anymore. But uh, in, a, in a world where you can't tell uh, news about the Orioles from an onion headline, this is just what we have to deal with. But it made me wonder, what would the headline be for you, Bird's Eye View listeners? Again, so what I want you to do is this as we bravely face the remaining games in this historically bad season, tweeted us your headline could could be for a game or the season or whatever. Something that sums up exactly how you're feeling at that moment. Every game just tweeted out, here's my headline, bam, hit me. I want to just, I want to collect these horrible, horrible feelings
0: um, because
1: really that's all we have to sustain us.
0: Yeah. So what I think we should do, there's a few things that I think would be monumental oh. headlines that the, the the Orioles and the Baltimore Sun or public Oh, oh you're prepared with headlines. Of course. Nice. Uh, what is it like to prepare for a podcast? What can I say? Uh, so I think, you know, going into full caps, block quote right across the top of a sports section with it's over with the last last game would be a really good one. Nice. um What about Orioles defeat Truman? No, I've got a better one. <laughs> Uh, So obviously it's going to be Adam Jones's last game on Sunday. Um, So for Monday's paper, I was thinking we could see Adam Jones kind of waving to the faithful and then we could have a mission accomplished aspect (laughs) right at the top. That's awful. (laughs) Jake's like, why do you do this Actually, that's a,
1: That's actually a really, really good idea. I wish I was good with Photoshop because at this point I would just find like historic newspapers with those, those you know, famous uh, headlines and just drop Orioles pictures into it. Yeah. Man, I wish I was talented. Yeah. You know, bird's eye viewers, if you want to uh, do that too, uh, you know, please do. But tweet us your headlines. <laughs> we're, we're curious how you're feeling.
0: Yeah. And then the final one would be, I would just take away any aspects of the given you know, title quote and or the typical picture that we have, and I would just go to a dog within a flaming room saying, this is fine, and this Just, is fine. <laughs> and just go from there. I'm surprised, actually, <laughs> that
1: that there isn't more of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this yeah. is fine.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I still think Adam Jones waving off to the crowd while it says mission accomplished would be tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts me. Yeah. It, it hurts all of us, Jake.
1: But Scott, none of these things have been false. No, all of this has been merely factual.
0: Yeah, and so this I is think, no fake news.
1: I think that in times such as these, we must ask ourselves: what is true, and what is true.
0: All right, Jake. It's time to get down to the heart of the matter. This is what people are turning into and saying. Hey, we want to know what Bird's Eye View thinks about this situation. Are people turning into Bird's Eye View? Yeah, they're doing something with it. Plural people. Uh, sure. Okay. Is it turning or tuning into things? If you it's don't, on an iPhone, you don't tune into kind of a like, podcast. You just kind of press a button. We sound tremendously hip right now. Yeah. Get off my lawn. All right, Jake. So let's play a little truth or truth. Um, can I play you some music? and uh, Please, get you know, me in the mood. We can go from there. Oh, yeah.
1: I do feel a little more truthful at yeah. this moment. So, Jake,
0: truth or truth? <sighs>
1: Jeez. Um, I guess
0: I, I'll go with truth. Jake, with the Oreos coming up on their final week and uh, going into their final homestand this weekend, obviously the most valuable Oreo is going to be announced. Absolutely. Who would you be your most valuable Oriole for 2018? Manny Machado. That's that's the best answer, I mean, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, it has to be. Uh, no, it'll probably be Adam Jones. Yeah,
0: I mean, just as a sentimental yeah, pick, just because. Yeah. 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 Management's not going to like that.
1: Well, management's going to be gone soon.
0: Maybe. Another getting an extension. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Enough of this funny business, Scott. Uh-huh. I ask you a serious question. Okay. A question you cannot dodge. Truth or truth?
0: Uh, Let's go with truth. All right.
1: Good choice. The 2018 fire sale should continue into the offseason, and the Orioles should trade away everything that isn't bolted down.
0: True or false? Jake, there's nothing to trade anymore. We literally just have the tables left. Burn down the tables. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a fire sale, is what you're telling me. I need not these deck chairs. (laughs) I mean, they could... I want to go home with Nothing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> they could try to get rid of who stuff
0: who the only thing they could sell this winter would be a blister <laughs> on <his> hand. <laughs> all right fair enough yeah there's nothing nothing to sell anymore there there there's nothing left so it, it's over jake there's there's nothing left in the cupboards jake i ask you truth or truth no oh, that's that's easy <laughs> truth Jake, Kevin Gossman, it's had true. a resounding success since moving to the Atlanta Braves. Do you think they're feeding him donuts down there?
1: No. And I actually, I think I know what this is about. Okay. Proximity
0: to Nick Markakis' beard. Ooh, that is a magical, magical beard.
1: Yeah, that, that has to be it. You know, the capturing of the magic the 2012 to 2014 Orioles magic down in Atlanta is the only thing that can explain what's going on.
0: So what you're saying is if Lila Shapiro were basically to go down there, be that close to Nick kiss beard, she'd be the next governor of Georgia. Yes. Okay. Just to make sure. Uh, Scotty. Yeah.
1: Truth or truth.
0: I'm going to go with a dramatic truth. That was your dramatic truth. Have to get the music going with it, too. Right.
1: Yeah. Should the Orioles embrace the raccoon that invaded Camden Yards this season and sell Rally Raccoon merchandise in 2019?
0: Now, this is the dumbest idea in the world.
1: No, the dumbest idea in the world is continuing to podcast about the 2018 Baltimore Orioles.
0: No, the dumbest idea in the world is offering a seven-year contract to Chris Davis. <laughs> he might be the Rally Raccoon. He might be the Rally Raccoon. All right, Jake. Last one, or do you want to do a few more? I've got one more. All right. I'll give you my last one, okay? Truth or truth? Truth. Jake, was Wings really terrible? No. So even though Paul McCartney says Wings was terrible, Wings was not terrible. Okay. Was Linda McCartney worse than Yoko Ono?
1: Linda McCartney was worse than Chris Davis. Okay, that that's, that puts everything into context. It does. Yeah, it does. Scott Magnus,
0: truth or truth? Uh, I will finish this up with dare. Oh wait, that's not how this play. This is truth. I'll play with truth. <laughs> You'll play with truth. I'll play with the truth.
1: Um, what's the final out? takes place on Sunday, September 30th, and the Orioles season draws to a merciful close. How long will it take you, Scott Magnus, to miss Orioles baseball? About negative three weeks. Okay, math is not my thing. What, what do you mean by that? Uh,
0: I already missed Orioles baseball. I missed Orioles baseball three <laughs> weeks ago.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what I am
0: seeing on the field now is no longer Orioles baseball. So
1: no, because I'm like, you know, and I love the, but I'm done. Like I, I no,
0: I miss Orioles baseball.
1: I gotta tap out.
0: This is it hurts. It's painful. Oh no, what your what product you are seeing right now on television is just some you know facsimile of saying, look, we're contractually obligated to show (laughs) (laughs) 162 games, but in reality. We stopped about three weeks ago, and honestly, we're just putting whoever we can find out here. We're literally pulling people off the street and being like, today, you're going to be DJ Stewart.
1: And and really, they're very serious when they say not to disseminate accounts and descriptions. No, don't don't, talk, talk, about don't talk about this. Don't talk about this. Don't let, let people top know secret. this is going That's on. That's right. Just
0: move back into the right.
1: <laughs> but like seriously, like I just need a break. And I wonder like how long it'll take for that to wear off. Like... When it comes to you know uh, the World Series will end and people will immediately start thinking about you know the off season managers will get the axe you know people will start thinking about the winter meetings I don't know by at that point if my heart is going to be healed from what this 2018 season has been
0: I think it's going to be a situation where we have talked about this during other off seasons where we've looked forward to seeing what kind of moves the Orioles make. The Orioles are not making any moves. There's only one move that is going to be potentially made this offseason, which maybe is a Victor Victor Mesa signing. But I find that incredibly doubtful because the Orioles are going to screw it up somehow. But it's not like they're going to go out and get a premier free agent. Why would they spend money in that regard? The Orioles offseason moves are going to be made up with signing a bunch of Fringe players for one to two million dollars, and hoping that they can turn out to be of some depth strength for this team moving forward, and potentially a trade chip, a la a Danny Valencia that never comes to be. This team is going to be duct tape, chewing gum, and spit for like two years. I'm not even sure if I would classify it as duct tape. It's like the cheap knockoff duct tape that you get at the dollar store, but isn't quite as good as the real duct tape.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's depressing. Thank you. It is extremely depressing. Um, all things to the situation going on. And it's not just the Yankees and the Red Sox that are going to be good. You also look at the organizational talent that's now present within the Rays and you say, okay, that's scary. And then you look at Vlad Guerrero Jr. in the Jays organization. And you say, okay, who do we have that can meet that talent? Man of it, Oh. Yeah. The Orioles have nothing they have nothing to look forward to we have reached yeah. a, a full return to the darkest timeline this is awesome
1: yeah this is just
0: great yeah great great all right let's do some uh, good the bad and the ugly and uh we'll go from there It's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly, where we dissect and try to figure out who is good on this team. Mm, Bad's pretty easy, and ugly is, well, you're basically shooting fish in a barrel at that point.
1: I'm going to go ahead and get started with the good, and Scotty, DJ Stewart did a thing this week. Yeah, he did a thing. Uh, you know, and you can't even you can't even give people a hard time for small sample size in September baseball because there are so many players getting opportunities. Uh, DJ Stewart in 16 plate appearances this past week. Uh, look, he struck out 12.5 percent of the time, but he also walked 12.5 percent of the time, and that's the part that la- that mattered the least. His weighted runs created plus was 379. The 729 Woba. His uh, his ISO was 750. Again, he hit his, his first Major League home run uh, that made uh, Matt Kremnitzer cry about uh, Nate McCloud.
0: DJ Stewart had a heck of a week after I uh, beat him up for sucking. Good, good for him. Good for him. Uh, my good for the week is actually going to go to Bobby Dickerson. Uh, had a really interesting segment on Masson. I uh, got a lot of traction. Uh, 634,000 views this past mm-hmm. week. Um, and it was Bobby Dickerson instructing the left side of the infield. And it was basically about talking about feet position, but also hip placement in terms of catching a ball specifically on a short hop and how we're doing it. He's basically sitting out there with all our uh, infielders and utility infielders and basically just saying, you guys all suck. And uh, I don't know why you think that you can do this. It was more that like you're being lazy in this approach. You need to be here. And it was a coach just being a coach and trying to instruct, even though, he knows he's gone, and it's a pointless exercise. So I was glad to see um, the video come out from Bobby Dickerson. Um, some really nice insight in terms of some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that we, we know the coaches work on. Um, but also kind of scary that some of the players that are coming out of the minors have no previous knowledge of how to field a ground ball appropriately at the major league level.
1: Okay. That's not fair. Okay. And it's not fair because our entire infield is basically made up of minor leaguers.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's true. All (laughs) right.
1: All right. uh, Let's see. Let's go to the bad. And uh, Scotty, I'm just having a hard time deciding who to go with for the bad. So let's go to the wheel.
0: No win this week.
1: The inside wheel is nice. I like it. All right. Circle in the drain here. And oh, 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 no, oh, no, oh, Can we spin the wheel again? Mm,
0: I, I don't think that is allowed based off the rules here at uh, SD Studios. So, Jake. All right, my bad this week goes to Adam Jones. Adam Jones in 22
1: plate appearances had a negative nine weighted runs created plus. If we're going to complain about him not getting enough playing time, he can't do that. You know, Adam Jones said that he didn't want to go to uh, Philadelphia because he wanted to enhance his trade value. He wanted to remain in control of his trade value. Negative nine, way to run, creative plus, not the way to do it. Look, you can't be all bad, throw, no hit, Adam Jones. That's a bad week. Come on, Jonesy.
0: Jake, my bad's going to go to the blister. <laughs> Which one? Well, the blister on Alex Cobb. I mean, after such a promising start to the second half of the season for Alex Cobb, uh this blister has um pretty much ended Alex Cobb uh for the rest of the season. It's really a shame. And you know, in a season of so much darkness, it was just one more thing to stick your thumb at. Wolf. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to ugly. And uh my ugly is me. Yeah. And everyone like me. Sure. That is just waiting in anticipation of that sweet anticipation. release. anticipation. Oh, so we're not singing. I I regret having said it. Yeah. The the sweet anticipation Antis- of the the end of the <laughs> the end of the season. Uh like I said, look, I just look I'm tapping out. I can't handle anymore. I just need this season to be over. And that sucks. That sucks for the Orioles. It sucks for me. It doesn't say good things about me as a fan, but it's true. It's just ugly all around. 2018, you're ugly. You've made me ugly.
0: Ugh. Jake, ugliness has to be finally breaking the record of being the worst team in franchise history. We knew it was coming. But still, at the end of the day, when it finally happened, you just shake your head and look at it and say, I can't believe it's been that bad of a season. That's not fair. We didn't know it was coming until, like, May. That's true. Even in April, we were saying there's no chance the Orioles are going to be this bad. But Lo and behold, they were this bad. No, they weren't. They were worse. Yeah. I think when we look back at this season, we're going to look at that number, and it's always going to be something that kind of haunts us. It's going to be, you're going to look at that season and say, that was the last season of Showalter. Mm. That was the last season of Manny. And it's going to be that constant asterisk Uh. on the Orioles franchise of saying, that was the last time the Orioles were a really good team before it all fell apart.
1: Here's another really depressing thought. The Orioles can be really, really, really bad in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. Without being the worst team in Orioles history,
0: yeah, that'd be nice.
1: They've set no. What I'm saying is that they've set the bar so low mm-hmm. that they can slither over it, right? They lose 106 games, and suddenly it's like, oh well, at least it wasn't as bad yeah. as 2018. They can
0: Hufflepuff over it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is some ugly territory.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Scotty, this has been a a very uplifting bird's eye view. So
0: have the past six episodes. Let's blow this save, shall we? All right.
1: We've been talking about history a lot. We've been talking about the end of an era for Orioles baseball. And so I think that it's time to mark the end of another era. Some of you, like me, perhaps, enjoy having a brew. What? Before, during, after a baseball game. And if you're anything like me, you've spent some time, a few uh, a few rounds in Pickles Pub. And uh, if you are such a person, I just want to let you know that an era is ending on Saturday, September 29th. On Saturday, September 29th, Randy Poist, bartender extraordinaire, uh, dedicated husband, father, professional, and hell of a human being. Will hang up his bar rag, and he will, uh, he will, he will have his last uh, shift at Pickles Pub. Randy's been working there since March tenth, two thousand two. Like I said, if you've been at Pickles before, during, after a ball game, it is certain. This guy has sold you a beer, made you smile. And just been a blessing of a human being. So listen to me. On Saturday, September 29th, from 3 to 7.30, you need to go to Pickles. You need to buy a beer from Randy. You need to tip him outrageously.
0: and so then like three bucks at Pickles.
1: <laughs> then you need to join him after 7.30 where he will cross to our side of the bar and have a few brews with us, his friends, and the patrons who have come to know him so well. So you're going
0: to celebrate him. By Absolutely. basically drinking at his own bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: You're good friends. Yeah. yeah. Randy's a great dude. And uh, seriously, anybody that knows him, uh, this is, uh, you know, again, it's the end of an era. It's the end of an era. Yeah. And that, that is our show. Remember, you can find this and our entire catalog of indispensable episodes, the last six of which have been depressing, at com.
0: Bird's Eye View is available for download wherever it is. You get your podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and many others. Please remember to rate and review the show. We appreciate the feedback, and it encourages other people to listen for the first time.
1: You can get social with us, though, you know, I
0: wouldn't recommend it.
1: Uh, you can email us at contact at birdseyeviewbaltimore.com. You can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. But the very best way to get a hold of us is on Twitter, where we tweet at birdseyeview.com b a l and with that baltimore and beyond i'll bid you all a fond adieu adieu good night
0: baltimore be safe out there and let's go o's let's go gently into that good night there ain't anything gentle going on right now it's just it's belly flop after belly flop it's ugly it's ugly but seriously get out there and uh say goodbye to the captain one last time this weekend absolutely Forget the puffy jacket. Oh, captain, my captain. That's a double bad game. So we all stand in our chairs, right, when we say this? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. What if we get in trouble? No one's going to get in trouble. Move down. (laughs) Move down as far as you can.